Happy New Year from the California Cattlemen's Association and welcome to season four of Sorting Pin, the California Cattlemen podcast. I'm your host, Katie Roberti and CCA's Director of Communications. Whether you've been listening to this podcast for years or this is the very first episode you've turned on, I'm excited to get to sort through the issues and events impacting California's ranching families and producers again with you this year. Tune in every other Monday for new episodes and follow our brand new Facebook page, Sorting Pin, for more. Well, hi, everyone. It's hard to believe, but just like that, we're already in the fourth week of January. I'm Katie, and thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Sorting Pen, the California Cattlemen podcast. You can catch brand new episodes like this every other Monday. Last episode, we talked with CCA's president and vice president on priorities for the year, takeaways from our annual convention and more. Today's episode, we're going to get updates from CCA staff and the Rancher Technical Assistance Program. At the end of this episode, we're going to be covering what's in the loading chute for CCA, and that's just going to be a quick rundown of some quick staff updates, a quick ledge update, and a preview of what's to come on this podcast in future episodes, so stay tuned until the end. As I teased last episode, we will be talking with CCA's newest hire, and that's Gracie, our membership and events coordinator, and we're also going to talk with Jack Rice and Noah Lopez from the Rancher Technical Assistance Program, and they're no stranger to the podcast. So welcome, Gracie, to the podcast for the first time, and welcome back, Jack and Noah. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. First things first, um, I want to get one thing settled. Gracie, as you know, last episode, Steve and I struggled pretty badly to pronounce your last name, which is new as of December. I promised a lesson on this episode of how to say it, so the officers and anyone introducing you knows what they're getting themselves into. So please, if you can, tell us how to pronounce your new last name. And since it is on your first time on the podcast, let's hear a little more about you and yourself and what you're doing at CCA. Yeah, absolutely. My new last name does seem to be quite the topic of conversation, which is pretty funny. I went from a very common last name to an extremely uncommon last name, but you pronounce it Le Cheminot. It's actually not French. It's just Old English. <laughs> A little bit about myself. I'm a UC Davis graduate. I graduated UC Davis with a sustainable agriculture and food systems major. I grew up in the dairy industry, did 4-H and FSA, and now my husband and I run a small herd of beef cattle in Orland, California. Um, my role is the membership and events coordinator, which is pretty self-explanatory, but I do schedule and organize all of the events, and I manage the membership side of things as well. If you're listening and haven't yet talked with Gracie, um, you may not be a local president, or maybe you're not the one planning your local meeting, or you didn't attend convention. Hopefully, you'll get connected with Gracie soon. I've enjoyed having her on our team these last few months, and I'm looking forward to chatting more with Gracie a little bit later in this episode about what she's working on right now. But let's chat with Jack and Noah for a second. It's great to have you back, as I mentioned. I want to talk about what you're up to this week, so we're going to skip intros for you. If you're listening and don't know Jack and Noah, visit the podcast Facebook page to learn more about them or the foundation's website. Um, you two, as well as Gracie, are gearing up to spend a few days at the Red Bluff Bowl and Gelding Sale. You're going to be in the trade show with RTAP. You've been in the trade show the last couple years. We've talked a little bit about how in the past you've been there and you thought there could be some way to better coordinate groups with common interests and increase a little bit of engagement at your own booth as well as other ad groups booth. So you had this new idea. But I want to hear about that today and give people a little preview of what to expect if they're attending the trade show. So tell us all about what the Ag Hub is. Thank you, Katie. The idea behind the Ag Hub is really to make it a little more, I guess you could say, engaging 
for those of us that are going to be at the trade show, but also people interacting with the ag groups, the, the groups that are there representing uh, ranchers and different aspects. So you've got uh, Farm Bureau, you've got the Cattlemen's Association, and you have the Cattle Council. Our tap, we were there previously for the Cattle Council, and we had our table, and it was a really good opportunity to engage with uh, folks stopping by. But we also found ourselves kind of walking down to the other booths to see what the Farm Bureau folks were doing and, and chat with them. And what we found out is like, if we could be together, it would really made it a little more enjoyable and also more drew people in more to have a conversation. And since a lot of the topics of conversation kind of overlapped or were related, it seemed to make for a much more productive time. So our thought is that by pulling together the California Cattlemen's Association, the California Farm Bureau and the Cattle Council, and we have three booths that are next to each other, but we're going to have it kind of as one area and we're calling it the Ag Hub. It's going to give us a chance to interact and talk. It's also going to be a place where members of any of those organizations and everybody who contributes to the Cattle Council can come in and and just talk about whatever's on their mind. And we, we've also set it up, and uh, Noah will go into this, where we're gonna have a great partnership with UC Cooperative Extension. There are a lot of amazing extension specialists that help the ranching community. And this is gonna be a place where they also can partner with these uh, groups. And I, as many may know, you know, the history of Cooperative Extension and the, the ag organizations goes back <clears throat> for a hundred years in some cases. and. And so this is a long-standing partnership, and we're trying to, to find a place to bring that back together. And at Red Bluff, I think this is going to be a, a really neat opportunity to see how it works. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how it goes. I think you mentioned a really great point is that a lot of these conversations that were happening at the Farm Bureau booth probably were also happening at CCA's booth in the past or the Cattle Council's booth in the past. So having the conversations together and creating a network kind of amongst people from multiple organizations is going to be really fun and I think beneficial for everyone involved. You mentioned UC Cooperative Extension, and we like to give them a shout out as much as possible for helping ranchers and farmers do what they do in California. And Noah, I think you've been the one kind of spearheading getting a lot of these farm advisors and extension advisors set up on speaking at the booth. So let's talk a little bit about who's speaking and what that's been looking like for you. Like Jack mentioned, not only do we want to be more engaged, but we also want to have uh, more reasons for producers that are at the trade show uh, to swing by the booth and to be engaged. And so part of that has been getting livestock and natural resource advisors from UCCE uh, to come talk about the different issues they work on in their various areas. So we have about eight different livestock and natural resource advisors coming, and they're going to be talking about all kinds of different things, everything from range management to public lands grazing to the GPS ear tags and uh, targeted grazing, disaster preparedness, really long list of topics. But the idea is that we're going to have kind of office hours, if you will, at the Ag Hub. So we have a schedule posted online and on social media, but um, for different periods throughout the week, we're going to have livestock advisors there to talk about the issues that they work on specifically. It's going to be really informal just kind of a, a time for people to come up and, and chat about those issues and chat with those livestock advisors. We also have some folks from NRCS coming to talk about funding opportunities. Um, and then we have some really special events on Friday that I kind of wanted to highlight. 
first of those is what we're calling pulling a cast with Dr. Gabby Meyer. Dr. Gabby Meyer is a veterinarian with UC Davis School of Veterinary Medicine, and she is going to be bringing a cabin simulator. So it's basically the back half of a cow, and you can come practice pulling a calf from this interactive simulator. Um, and we're going to be doing that at 11 a.m., 1 p.m., and 3 p.m., so three times throughout the day. Dr. Meyer is going to be there to give hands-on instruction, and I think that'll be really cool. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I think other people are. As well. I'm excited to see you pull one, Noah. Yeah, we're going to try it out. <laughs> and then we also, at 12 at noon, we're going to have uh, what we're calling the Ag Hub Roundtable. So we're going to have representatives from each of the three organizations. Shannon Douglas, the president of California Farm Bureau, will be there. Mike McCluskey, CCA's second vice president, will be there. And then Dave Daly, a board member for the California Cattle Council, will also be there. And we're just going to talk about some issues that are uh, relevant and on the minds of producers. And so that'll be a good time. If you're in the area, come by, check that out, ask your questions. I think there'll be a lot of good information and uh, a good dialogue that we could have there. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for highlighting those, Noah. Um, So that's going to start on Wednesday of this week and go through Saturday. If you're interested in seeing the full schedule of speakers that are going to be at the Ag Hub and knowing kind of what the office hours are, check out the show notes of this episode or visit calcattlemanfoundation.org slash redbluff. And you can get the whole schedule there as well as on CCA's Facebook page or the podcast Facebook page. Gracie, you're also going to be representing CCA and Red Bluff along with, as Noah just mentioned, uh, Mike McCluskey. As you're there, why should members visit you and why should anyone who is not a member stop by the CCA booth as well? Absolutely. So members should stop by to see everything that we've got going on. Jack and Noah have been working diligently on this, so I'm really excited to see everything come together. Members should stop by to visit, to introduce themselves to me. I'm pretty new still, only been here for a few months, and I love meeting, getting to know our members and learning how CCA can best serve them. Anyone who's not a member should definitely stop by. And that's because CCA is running a few new member incentive programs. Uh, The first member incentive program that we have going on right now is if you've never been a CCA member before and you're interested in joining at that $240 or above producer member level, you qualify for a free best ever saddle pad or a free Yeti cooler. And I've been carrying around those saddle pads in my truck, begging people to sign up so I can get rid of (laughs) <laughs> so I'm excited to get rid of some of those while we're there at Red Bluff. Second program that we have going on is if you are a new member, and this goes hand in hand with the saddle pad and Yeti cooler incentive. If you're a new member or a rejoined member, $50 of your membership goes back to the local association of your choosing. So we're just trying to get a couple new options out there to get people interested in joining CCA and see what we have to offer. So if you haven't met Gracie, here's your opportunity if you're going to Red Bluff. Also, your opportunity to help her get some space back in her vehicle, maybe to put groceries or something other than CCA saddle pads. So if you're listening and you're not a member, definitely go meet Gracie at the minimum and hopefully hear some of the benefits of CCA, what we're working on and sign up for membership to get a free incentive or an incentive with that membership. Anything else that you guys want to highlight about Red Bluff before we move on? Yeah, we're excited about Red Bluff, and I am in particular for a couple of reasons. One is just the idea of partnership and having the organizations having booths next to each other is just a great way to help continue to build and strengthen how we all work together because it's important to have these organizations. They have unique and different roles, 
but we also know as we need to work together more effectively and more efficiently. And this is just a reflection of that and how we can go about it. So we're excited that we're there just located and next to each other. We're also excited for that round table and hearing what uh, leaders from the organizations have to say. So one thing about it, it's also a really informal time in a way. We're, we're looking to have people there at different times to talk about everything from water to pulling calves to fire to grazing different types of grasses. If you have any topic related to uh, grazing cattle, I think there will be somebody at the booth during that week that will be able to cover it. No, I don't know if you have a better range of topics we're discussing or wanted to mention some of what the cooperative extension agents had put forth. Yeah, there's going to be all kinds of topics discussed. We've had Jeff Stackhouse from Humboldt and Del Norte counties planning to talk about goose depredation. Uh, we have Tracy Shore from Plumas here in Butte counties planning to talk about uh, the Ag Pass program. Um, and then we have Etsy Carl from Glen County. She's a dairy advisor, but she plans to talk about livestock waste management and antimicrobial stewardship. Yeah, that's a wide range of topics. And Jack, I really think your comments on collaboration and partnerships are important. So excited to see how this goes for the first year and how you guys will build upon it in the next year or the next couple Red Bluffs. Mm -hmm. But thank you all for spearheading that and getting it going. I want to use the last half of this episode to talk about any trending issues that our top is getting inquiries on and then also talk with you Noah, and jack about a couple upcoming deadlines and dates and then gracie has a few dates to throw out as well so jack and noah we're still early in the new year but have you been seeing any trends on issues you're getting questions on from producers and what have you been helping producers on as of lately with the rancher technical assistance program that's funded from the cattle council yeah, RCAP has received quite a few calls already this year, and one of the main themes we've seen is transportation regulations. Um, I think some of that is because of the California Air Resources Board CARB's new clean truck check program and the deadline uh, for registering vehicles. That deadline was extended recently to January 31st, but essentially non-gasoline or diesel vehicles with gross vehicle weight ratings over 14,000 pounds. Uh, are now subject to this new program and need to be registered with CARB by the end of the month. And so we've had quite a few people reach out regarding that. We've also had people reaching out with questions about water diversion use reporting for the State Water Resources Control Board, commonly referred to as SB88 reporting. But that deadline is coming up as well on February 1st. So people are reaching out, making sure that they're in compliance with that regulation, understanding how to do the reporting and uh, how to submit the reports online. So if anybody has questions about either of those issues or those upcoming deadlines, please feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at rtap at wrstrat.com, or you can call us. Contact information is online, Katie already mentioned. Visit calcattlemanfoundation.org slash rtap, and you can read frequently asked questions about rtap and see if someone else has already kind of stumbled upon your issue, but also reach out to Jack and Noah there as well. Um, in addition to that deadline of February 1st, Gracie, let's talk a little bit about events. You now have a cattle pack fundraiser under your belt and an annual convention, but you're getting pretty intensely working on CCA's annual steak and eggs breakfast and lobby day coming up in March. So um, what details do you have to share on that and how can people RSVP to attend? CCA's steak and eggs breakfast is going to be held March 15th <clears throat> at the Sutter Club in Sacramento, and people can RSVP via the link that was sent out to them in the e-blast, correct, Katie? 
Yeah. So you should have gotten an e-blast if you are a CCA member or you ever get CCA emails, you likely got the email, but um, you can email Gracie directly at Gracie at calcattleman.org or click on that link and it'll give you a little form to fill out as well to kind of help with the RSVP process. We're excited to have it back in March again. It was in May last year. So um, hopefully March is a good time for everyone to attend. Gracie, who can attend this event? Is it just for CCA members or who can RSVP to attend? Any CCA members can RSVP to attend and it'll be a great way to speak to our legislators that are at the Capitol and it's a great way to communicate with them and let them know where we're at and what we're doing as cattle ranchers in the state. Absolutely. If you've never attended, basically we have breakfast at the Sutter Club. There's usually a speaker. Um, you get to sit with staffers and uh, maybe some legislators or members during the breakfast. And then after we head over to the Capitol or the swing space to have meetings um, with each local representative. So definitely attend. I know it's a favorite event of a lot of CCA members that have been involved for years. So Make sure to attend that. And then one last question for you, Gracie. What's mid-year meeting shaping up to look like? Do you have any solid details on that yet? Mid-year starting to come together. I do know for a fact that we are moving out of San Luis Obispo. I know we were there last year, but we are not going to be there again this year. Uh, we're going to move more towards the northern region of the state. At the moment, I don't have any exact details to share yet but keep an eye out on our social media pages for updates. Perfect. Okay. Well, hopefully everyone makes plans to see Jack, Noah, Gracie, and the other organizations in Red Bluff um, in the next couple of days. If not, hopefully you're going to RSVP to Gracie for steak and eggs breakfast. Thank you all for making the time to join me today for the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck in Red Bluff and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay, if you made it to the end of this episode and you're ready to hear what's in the loading chute and what's coming up for CCA, we made it. First off, I want to talk about government affairs. I asked CCA's Vice President of Government Affairs, Kirk Wilbur, two questions about the legislative session so far, and here's what I gathered. Number one, I asked, does it look like any of the bad legislation that we pushed off last year will be acted on in the second year of this two-year session? And Kirk said the short answer is no. Assembly Bill 554, which would have increased litigation against ranchers by radical animal rights groups that view routine animal husbandry practices as abuse, appears to be dead. It would need to move off the Assembly floor by January 31st to advance, and we've not seen any movement on the bill. But the author, Assemblymember Gabriel, has repeatedly told us that he has no intention of moving the bill forward. Two other bills, both water rights bills that we opposed last year, advance out of the assembly floor that was AB 460 and AB 1337. These bills aren't impacted by the end of the month House of Origin deadline, so they could come up later in the session. That being said, Kirk said there's no indication that those bills will move forward this year either, so good news. The other question I asked Kirk was, what's the focus of the legislature right now? Kirk says that with the upcoming House of Origin deadline for two-year bills, the legislature so far has been focused on last year's bills. In the first few weeks of the session, Kirk and the government affairs team has only seen about 150 new bills introduced. He hasn't seen any new major new threats, but he, of course, is constantly monitoring, especially for anything from extreme animal rights radicals. Another thing to note from Kirk, artificial intelligence is shaping up to be a primary focus of legislators this session, with at least half a dozen bills introduced on the topic so far. Legislators will also be focused on retail theft and other public safety issues as well as the ongoing homecoming crisis. So that's a little update from Kirk. And the final update for the loading shoe is 
As Gracie mentioned, we have a date for the steak and eggs breakfast. Um, that's our annual lobbying day as well. It's going to be March 13th. You can get all of those details at calcattleman.org slash events. As far as what's coming up on the podcast, a bunch of our team is traveling to the National Cattlemen's Meetings and Cattle Industry Trade Show in Orlando coming up at the beginning of February. So our next episode will be an episode from that event. So stay tuned and we will be back in two weeks.